When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with the fabulous Cassie Parks. And I'm here with the amazing Jenny Gain. Welcome to Manifest It Now. Yes. <laughs> We're going to talk about, you know, when you have a million ideas going through your head and what to do in a situation like that. Uh, I am so excited about this topic. Um, I feel like I have a million ideas going through my head right now, all these inspirations. So it's perfect timing. Me too. I mean, it's one of the things about inspiration. And I remember, um, I remember a very long time ago, like this was a thing with me, like when I'd get in that zone and I, and I didn't realize what was happening back then. Right. But I remember saying like, there's just so many good things. There's so many opportunities mm -hmm. that I see and possibilities. And, um, it just felt like there was no way to even shut them off. Yeah. And I don't, I don't try to shut them off anymore. We're going to teach you like what mm -hmm. to do. If you've ever felt like I just, I just have to shut them off because it's too much or like just felt overwhelmed instead of excited by them eventually. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I love this topic. Yeah. It's going to be, I feel like I get this a lot from clients because as soon as you find that alignment and if it's the first time you found it consistently, this is mm -hmm. what happens. Like yes. this is, yeah, it's a kind of a part of the path. <laughs> yeah. So first up, like when this happens or if this has happened before in your life, know that was like a great sign. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That will be our starting. But first, Cass, yes. what are you excited about? Oh, I am so excited about, I'm so excited about a lot of things. Like obviously the pool in summer and it, it keeps like getting better and better. And I'm also excited about... Um, I was trying to figure out how to say it, like my clients and the growth, like co-creation growth. Mm. Um, like something happened last week and I saw something on an assignment and I was like, why are people doing it like that? And I was like, and, and so I always, when I see a, a thing, I look at it from a coach and I'm like, okay, how can I coach this better to, cause there's no right answer, but there's also not the best answer. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, I went back and I read the assignment and I'm like, nothing in here indicates that it should be done this way. And so I looked back at some assignments and I saw someone, a couple, a few assignments before had done it one way. And then what happened is I could tell people had looked at that assignment and they had emulated it. Mm. And it wasn't, it wasn't right. It, I mean, I'll just say it like it wasn't right. It wasn't in the right energy. And and it was interesting because the person who had done it, um, like I had coached them on a call, but sometimes that doesn't show up. And so I sent out this, um, this email to all of my clients and I said, like, keep your eyes on your own paper. <laughs> and <laughs> stay in your own and, lane stay in your own lane and keep your eyes in, you know because and which I think is a little bit like staying in our lane sometimes I equate to like being our focus on us but like mm -hmm. it's so natural for us when we don't know something we look around to see the answer like that's a natural instinct mm -hmm. but what happens when you do that in personal development work is you 
then you emulate someone else and you lose a part of the clarity and the purity of your energy. Bam. And yeah. And so, you know, I like explain that and why that is. And I, it was so fun because I got so many um, powerful confessions. It was like, oh, I've done mm-hmm. that. Oh, I did that. Oh, like now I'm the first one doing certain assignments and I can't do that. And I can see the power in it, you know? And mm-hmm. and I heard from some other clients, like, I wondered what I missed now because I did that. Mm. And so it just feels like this whole fun other level of growth. And I love it's only, um, as a coach, you can only do that with your clients. Like there comes a point where, um, a lot of your growth, like you become a better coach by coaching. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think that's one of the biggest things that anyone who goes through coaching learns is to find that voice, find the clarity of Mm -hmm. what's calling them. And Mm -hmm. it definitely is. If, if there's any listeners that, you know, like, oh yeah, that's me. I don't know that. It's, definitely a skill you have to learn that is something you practice listening to and um it's not just staying in your own lane it's like looking inside and mm-hmm. how truth how you know how truths come to you and how you hear them and how all of that about being you because it's so I mean there's one of you there's millions of other people so sometimes that that balance is uh it's easy to look outside for that answer mm. yeah mm-hmm. Um, and you, and I think if, you know, if any listeners want to try it with any, anything, like if you've read a book and you've done something like, um, just, it's a great exercise to like, just do it the way it feels true for you, mm-hmm. you know, or feel the way you're called to do it versus looking around. And we have an episode, I don't know, it could be a year back at this point, but like on the, the how, what cycle. And that is what causes that, a lot of that. Like if you're, if you get in that how, what, like you read a book or you listen to the podcast and you're like, okay, but how do I do it? Okay, I do, I do this, but then what do I do, right? And you're just mm-hmm. in that continual loop. This is probably part of it. Instead of honoring you and just doing it and learning from it, you, you're probably trying to do it like someone else yeah. and looking for that answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what are you excited about? That's a whole other show. <laughs> I'm going to pause like, we before we spend that. that whole show on that. I know. Uh, I feel excited about some of the things happening in the coaching group. So I have Skills Camp and I have the Truth Tribe. And, and in both of those groups right now, I'm seeing the women come together and support each other in new ways. And one of my intentions, very powerful intentions for creating the groups like this is to help create that experience of a positive, a way to positively support each other mm-hmm. versus telling anyone what to do or giving ideas or opinions. And it's so valuable. I can see them coming together in different ways and it, it gets me so excited. So I feel excited about that. I know. I'm excited. We talked, like, I want to do an inter- uh, an episode on this because it's yeah. so powerful when you learn that. Mm-hmm. It's um, a whole shift in paradigms and how you're approaching it. And I think that's one of the powerful parts of being in a group like this that mm-hmm. you get to experience it so then you can go and take it out in into your life and your other social circles or family circles or whatnot. 
oh, that's my favorite thing. When my clients yeah. are like, oh, and then I did this and they, you know, they like, they held the space and they didn't do all, you know, the things that you just said. And they're like, it was so great. I did it for my kids. I did it for my husband. I did it for my best friend. And it's mm-hmm. so powerful. I had someone ask me on a podcast interview the other day. So how would you tell, you know, what happens when you see someone else that isn't doing it right or isn't, is struggling in their life? Like, how do you help them? And I'm like, firstly, (laughs) I don't go try to fix their problems. Like that is not my job. Anyways, there's a whole new thing. It was a a podcast that was very, it was like out of LOA world. So it was, it was great. And I love that that's happening, you know, that -hmm. people are being exposed to these ideas from all, all over. Absolutely. So awesome. So let's, where do you want to start with um, our topics? The millions of ideas. I think that was a perfect place to start in terms of um, identifying that as a step in your growth. Yes. Yeah. Um, 100%. Like when we are, um, when we're growing, uh, we, we open up to so much more. You can see so much more. Um, and like ideas come, right? And so it's like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Because what you realize, I think I want to talk a little bit about this first is one of the reasons that it happens is that you open yourself up to know like happiness is inside you, not outside. Mm-hmm. So you almost, I think energetically what happens is there's all these things that can make you happy, right? Like you could be happy with doing this idea and that idea. And and I, I think that's a shift that, like, doesn't necessarily help you navigate it, but might be important to, like, understand, like, oh, because I've realized I have my own power. And because I truly believe this, like, I could do any of my ideas and be happy. This one just mm. makes me that, like, makes me, because um, I could find the same things in anything, uh, but coaching and real estate, like, just tend to feel like they light me up more. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that comes after you realize you have your you have the power <laughs> like, <laughs> that the power is actually in you. You know, it's not what you do, but how you do it. Yes. Then you're open up. You're open to a whole new world of possibility because you realize like, oh, I can be successful in any of these areas. So if I have a choice in this, well, mm-hmm. then then what's calling me? Um that kind yeah. of idea. And the other reason I think it opens up is because quite often when we step into this work, we start getting into alignment, we focus on what we want and what we love, is that huge shift. A lot of energy goes away from focusing on what you don't want. And so then again, that opens up even more possibilities of like, that would be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so um, I know this has happened to me in my past. I mentioned it in the beginning and um, it's happened to my clients. I've coached on it. So Jenny, have you ever felt like you have so many great ideas and they all feel good, but at some point it starts to feel overwhelming? I have got the place where that it has felt overwhelming, but not as much anymore as I've learned right. to do this. Yeah. So now, and I think that's a good thing to point out is it's okay if it feels overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It's just you haven't learned yet how to, oh, this is what I wanted to say. When it feels overwhelming, it's just a sign that you're not like letting them be. You know, you're not mm-hmm. letting them in. It's just you're thinking like, 
okay, this idea, how, this idea, how, this idea, how, then, because it's getting in the how that's overwhelming. If we're just saying this idea, yes, this idea, yes, then <clears throat> that maintains, that adds to your alignment and, and all of the feeling good. So you become this like, you know, basically vessel that they're flowing through um, versus it feels overwhelming only when you, you stop that flow and you try mm-hmm. to get in your head about how all these things or mm-hmm. which one or kind of stuff. Yeah. How do I decide? How do I know what to do? What do I do right now? Right. This yes. is this is there. This is there. Uh, one of the quick shifts that I helped one of my clients make was just shifting from like seeing it as overwhelm to opportunity. Yes. Huge. Cause, huge. Because opportunity is a choice. Like, oh, it automatically switches in your brain. Like, I have a choice to go do this. I have a choice to go do that. Right. Hmm. Yeah. I love it. Um, I think too. Like when the as you become, so as you start to do this work and you're focusing more on what you want, you're aligning with more of what you want. Your vibration is raising. Like mm-hmm. I believe, like the universe is giving you in every moment the next best step, and like flooding you with ideas and flooding you with opportunities. Even when you're like, "What do I want for dinner?" It's like here's a million options, you know, that are possible and. Mm-hmm. When you're when you hold a consistent vibration of like, I get what I want, or I'm open, or you know, when you're in that place and that frequency of aligning with what you want, that's when you you start to get all these good ideas. That's when mm-hmm. like the inspirations come versus like sometimes if we're off or we're not feeling well, we're getting all these ideas about what we don't want. <laughs> yes um I was I'm trying to remember because I was telling someone the there's someone the other day was like oh I created this but I don't know why and what it reminded me of is you know there was a point um way back in the beginning uh where I had had this idea to create this book and so I had gone through all of this um it was about kids and money, which is interesting because mm-hmm. that was, I didn't know that's necessarily what I was. Gonna... I mean, that's still coming. You know that. Right. <laughs> I know that's, co- yeah, it's totally coming, which I'm going to, yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit later. But I went through all this work, like, okay, how do you publish it? How do you, like, I, yeah. I went through all the things and then the inspiration sort of just died and I let it, which might be one of the first times in my life where I let that. Mm-hmm. But what happened a couple months later, within a few months, was I got this opportunity to speak in an event. And I had always been told, like, oh, you need a book to sell if you speak at an event. So I was acting on that. So I quickly, like, wrote a book, had my friend edit it in, like, five <laughs> days on my lunch hour at work, right? I wrote this book. Um I had it edited and the thing was I knew like I already knew how to get copies. I already knew how much they would be because I had cool. followed that inspiration before and so I always believe that's why that that's I, I want to say it's one of the first times I learned we have ideas and inspiration often not for what we think they are but for where we're going. Yeah, not for the necessary completion of that idea. Yes. But for the whatever you learn along the way to following that idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. So should we talk about like inspiration versus completion or inspiration and completion? Well, let's keep going a little bit on this. Like okay. when, with that experience of, mm-hmm. oh my God, I have all these ideas coming in. What the heck do I do with them? And I think, so the first thing is switching, saying, this is a good thing. This is a sign. And yes, this make is that, awesome. 
This is awesome. <laughs> Next switch is like, these are opportunities. Opp- like this, again, along the path of this is a positive thing that's happening to me along my growth. And then the third thing too is realizing I don't have to do all of them. <laughs> like they're not right. all meant for me. Like just the fact that you're getting ideas is good. So enjoy the process of being inspired. Enjoy the process of receiving ideas. And I will mm-hmm. always tell my clients, just keep saying yes, thank you, next. Next, mm-hmm. yes, thank you, next. And you know, some of that feedback I get is, yeah, but but what about the idea? I can't, I don't want to lose the idea. I don't want to forget it. Should I write it down? And even in that process, I will always say, and tell me if, if you agree, Cass, like an idea that's meant for you will never get lost among ideas, you know? Yes. And I think we just, uh, you know, because we're so in alignment, we proved that like two minutes ago, right? Like the first inspiration was like a kid's money book. And I had, I could probably find the outline on my computer if I looked. Um, but it that was, and you said, you know, that's coming, right? Like mm-hmm. there's no, I didn't, I mean, of course I remember it because of the story, but I don't remember the book. I don't remember like, like all the details, but like you're set, it'll come back because it's mine mm-hmm. to do, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it won't be, right? We, we could be wrong too, but I don't think we are. Um, but it's okay either way, right? I do think mm-hmm. that will come back. And you're right. Like the ideas that are meant for you, um, they come back. And I have this theory, um, which I think we're proving just even more on this call as we talk about it, that a, like when you start to open up, like I think there is this moment in a lot of people and everyone's journey is different, but um. And like when you start to open up, you see a lot of the vision because I think you're naturally, when you start to align, you're naturally opening up that connection to your future self, whether you're consciously doing that work or not. And what happens, because I can see this and we're talking about all these ideas, is how I've implemented so many ideas that maybe started as just inspiration and, oh, that's fun. That's fun. I want to do that. It took years but they're all getting done. Same with like mm-hmm. the kids' money book. Like obviously that's coming, right? Mm-hmm. And so it, I don't know if I'm making the point I want to make, but the point I want to make is I don't think we lose them, but I also think part of it is this window to our future selves where we see all of this stuff. It's not all going to happen at the same time, but it's mm-hmm. because time is not linear. Like our future self is happening right next to us and we just mm-hmm. are more open and more aware and we're seeing all this stuff um, that will probably happen later. So there's no danger in letting it go. Mm, That's really powerful is that there's no fear in letting it go. And when you think about it, it's, it's asking that question or or the overwhelm comes from the mind trying to control all these ideas. Mm -hmm. And that is, that's not where the magic is. Uh, But I love what you said, Cass. So, just to make sure I'm clear, when you start to open up in that way and, and find alignment and because all of these are coming from your future self, you're kind of getting, it's like how I talk about turning downstream. There's like a rush of you going with mm-hmm. the flow. So you get an overwhelming like influx of all of these ideas and inspirations from your future self. It's kind of like it's reaching out and touching you and saying, hey, we're here. 
And then we're just going to like give you, give you a little experience and a little, uh, you know, touch of what it's like. And, and then we'll be here along the way when you're ready as you're stepping into all these things. Yes. Like as you were describing it, it's kind of like, like a trailer to a movie, right? Mm. Boom, boom. Cool. Here's all the highlights. Yeah. Right. Here's like here's the a two minute. Yeah. yeah. The highlights, two minutes for this hour and a half, two hour movie that's going to unfold beautifully with story yes. and overcoming things and all this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the most important thing to remind yourself or to remember in these in, in this situation is to totally let those ideas just be, let them be free because mm-hmm. the moment like they're there for you, there's, it's nothing is going wrong. The overwhelm is simply you're in, you're not being, you know, you're not just receiving, you're trying to, you're in the analytical, trying to figure it all out. And so to shift back into the experiencing the beautiful flow of inspiration, it was actually something I wrote this morning because literally I had a million ideas this morning. I was on my walk <laughs> and I kept stopping to write them down and then yes. write them down and, write, <laughs> and <laughs> came back so inspired. And, but I really learned to like great idea, let it be. And then literally mm-hmm. if, if I want to write it down, I write it down, but sometimes I don't and it comes back. Or or it doesn't, or come you know comes back years later, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not here to take action on every single idea that comes in. That's mm-hmm. not why we have a million ideas. So just letting them be free is going to help you move forward towards the best idea, the easiest. Yes, because mm-hmm. we have them. Like that's not Jenny pointed out why we don't have them, and I believe we have them. Um, because they feel good, because they give us a new place to look, like a new place to play and see. Mm -hmm. And they give us all these things. And I'm the same with Jenny. It's not uncommon for Jenny to get a text message with a list of my inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) This and this and Um, this and this. (laughs) Yes, and this and this. But like I have a whole, when you're telling that story, I remembered this specific text message where I wrote, like I, the whole character four book series for a fiction book series came to me. Um, and actually I think maybe two others, like in one day. And I have this series, like all four, like they just sit on this white paper in my office. And I don't, I feel excited when I see them. And if ever I don't feel excited, I'll take it down. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing to do now except for enjoy every time I see the titles because I love them. Yes. So if you have ideas written down, so when you get the inspiration to write it down, and that's, I would say, in itself, inspired action is Mm -hmm. like, got the idea, wrote it down. And then what a powerful experience to every time you observe those, you feel excited. Yes. I know I got goosebumps. Yes. (laughs) I had... um, so I started working with this business coaches. We should probably do another episode on that because lots of learning there and fun things. <laughs> and uh, one of the things we're doing is like getting everything in one spot. You know, I have, because mm-hmm. this is part of what I used to do is have this idea here, this idea here, this idea here. And mm-hmm. so now I have a, I have a lot, I have a creative ideas folder and even yes. just keeping them in that spot, the power there that is so much more. And so But I think what I wanted to share is like, enjoy your ideas. Just enjoy the idea of whatever it is versus having to take action on it. Uh, Yes. And I have the same. So um, I have 
I don't know how many books there are, but I have like a Google Doc where each tab is a different book, both fiction and nonfiction. <laughs> and cool. every time like I'm like, ooh, that story goes in that or here's another yes. book, which is more often. I feel like it's just grows, but it's like, ooh, yeah, I got to put it here. And it does feel so good to have them all in this amazing place. And I will tell you, um, so I used to, when I got inspired and it was working, I would buy domain names. Me which too. I think is a lot of people's <laughs> inspiration. Like, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead now of buying the domain name, I that I use it, I put it in a place, which in essence, cool. buying the domain name was sort of that energetic like where, vessel to keep them or notebook. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, instead of doing that now, because then you even get into that thing of like, well, what if I let go of it? And it's like, you know, and then you have 500 domain names. Yeah. And, um, I remember Jeanette saying that I have 500. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I do too. I remember I got a, um, one time she sent me, she's like, I own these and I really think they're yours. So yeah, do you want them? They're awesome. up for renewal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so that's kind of, I've curtailed the domain names and I, you know, just put them like, like you have a folder, I have a Google Doc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I think, and just from most recent experience, it does feel better um, like to have ideas in one spot. So if if you are someone mm-hmm. that gets a lot of inspirations and, like me, we're writing them on your phone and then on your computer and then in five different notepads. It is probably going to feel better to have one spot where you're putting them. And then you're mm-hmm. actually helping yourself generate more um, clarity and momentum just having them physically in one spot, mm-hmm. which I think is powerful. I do too, because I think what happens when you have them in one, like then the follow-up ideas have a place to go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So you don't have to keep being reminded like, oh, I want to write a book about kids and money. Like mm-hmm. once I put like a kid money book on the list, right. Then if the title comes, I can put it. If I then get you a add story to that idea. Yeah. yeah. You're adding versus. Yeah. You're having you have the space to add to it because sometimes I've found I write the same idea in mm-hmm. different places but if That's I keep what I would, it in yeah. yeah if it's one spot then you write it down then you go and you're like oh yeah and then the next part of that yes and yeah. that's also the way for your brain to like know you've got it yeah like oh yeah she heard she heard me like yeah. I don't I don't have to hold this information and keep you know when you're like you tell someone like remind me not to leave this or remind me to bring this right and so they tell mm-hmm. you like every five minutes kind of what your brain does when you're like oh I don't want to forget this inspiration but Yes. Yeah, putting it in that spot allows the next idea to come. Yeah. And I think, so if you are a tool someone could use, if you kind of are that person that's like, okay, but I don't want to forget any of these good ideas, then go write them down. Like sometimes that's yes. what you need. And we need to have them on paper or computer, whatever. And just knowing they're there gives us the ability to relax. Okay, fine. I won't forget them, even if I don't use them. And then that frees up space for more inspiration and ideas to come in. More new ones. Yeah. So I do think it's very valuable to write them down. But I just remember you don't have to write all of them down. Like don't Mm -hmm. get into that place where they're coming in and you're getting anxious about missing them or not capturing them. They will come back when you need them. Um, they will come back. And I, like, I can tell you from experience, like, I've been like, oh, I'm going to write it down. And then I didn't get to. And then like a couple weeks later, I was like, oh, yeah, 
I remember this happened and when I'm in front of like my computer in a space that allows me to write it down, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't remember who it was, but someone told me one time or I heard it, it could have been a movie, I don't know. And they said, if, if you, your thought, you know, you have a thought and then you forget what it is, it wasn't important enough or it didn't need mm-hmm. to be said kind of thing. And I think the exact yeah. same thing about ideas. If I don't remember it, in the time I need it, then it's not going to, you know, uplift or inspire my life in any way. So it's fine to just let it go. Yes. And that's Mm -hmm. part of like developing trust. Uh, Like I know there'll be something like maybe my clients will say, I want to remember, or somebody said, or I see somebody write a really good review of something on Facebook of me. And I'm like, oh, I want to remember that. And one of the Mm -hmm. things has been just like trusting, like, when I need that, it'll show back up. And it's the yes. same with inspiration, right? Oh, like when I go to write that um, book, like I'll have, I'll remember all of those inspirations that have come, even if I missed writing them down. Yeah. So that's basically just like a new belief or reality you guys are setting for yourself is I have, you know, I have access to my inspirations at all time and I get the perfect ideas mm. at the perfect times. And you just start to own that and create that. Yeah. Anything else before we wrap up, Cass? Um, I think we have a whole other episode to do on like taking action when it's inspired, like following inspired ideas, right? Love Um, it, yeah. Yeah, me too. So I think that's a whole other episode. So it feels good now. Just know that you don't lose it. It always comes back and you can trust that Mm -hmm. Um, and just write it down if it feels good. Yeah. And it's a celebration. If you're feeling overwhelmed with ideas, just like, oh, this is all for me. This is me up-leveling. I'm open to receive. This is all good. And um, enjoy those ideas. Yes. We will see you guys next week. Have a great one. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.